Opinions expressed on ACB Media are those of the respective program contributors and do not necessarily reflect the views held by the American Council of the Blind, its elected officials, or its staff. Welcome, everybody, to Weekend Braille Together for Saturday, December 2nd, 2023. I'm Dorlin, your facilitator. We've got Marcy as our host, and tonight we're going to be doing some holiday Braille designs. Uh, I have three different designs for us tonight, and they are all pretty small designs. So if you've brought your Perkins Brailler, you're certainly set. But if you are just equipped with a four-line slate and stylus, you will be fine with that too, as long as you can move it once on your piece of paper. Um, I think our longest design has uh, seven lines down. And then our uh, shortest one, I believe, is six. Let me double check. Uh, yeah, I think that is actually correct. So these will fit on some index cards if that's what you choose to do them on. Your three by five index cards only will fit six lines down generally. So that one will fit our smallest of our designs, which is our menorah. Then uh, our two other designs are seven lines down, and that's a candle and a Christmas tree. And so if you turn your cards uh, so that they're long way down, you can fit these two on an index card that's three by five. Otherwise, you'll need to use a four by six. Of course, you can use any other piece of paper that you might think these would fit on. All of these being kind of small will fit on like greeting cards. If you wanted to spruce up a greeting card with one of these or a holiday card, um, we'll also at the end, if we have some time, talk about how you might incorporate these into the holidays, maybe um, turning them into an ornament or, again, decorating cards. But we'll first get to drawing them. So I figured we'd get started tonight with the Christmas tree. That way people have some time to come in. We may repeat that one towards the end, too. This is one I think a lot of folks have seen. We've done it here at Weekend Braille together I think two years in a row now. This will be our third. And then um, after we finish up that guy, we will do the menorah. And that one we did last year as well. This will be our second year doing that one. And then this will be our first year do trying out this candle. Um, the Before Christmas... we begin, we have a hand, Chanel. Oh, wonderful. Hey, Chanel. Sorry, trying to unmute and get set up. Can you hear me? <laughs> Yes, we can. Okay, it's still trying. Um, would all these fit on one piece of Braille paper? Or should, like, I have the regular Braille paper now with the three holes in the side. And I'm, this is the first time using my Braille writer that Sue got for us. So there you go. Um, but are they all going to fit on, or should I Yay. do a separate yes. piece of paper for each one? You can fit them all on. I'm assuming that. The one you've got there is going to be an 11 and a half by 11 piece of paper. Yeah. Um, and so actually, even if you guys had just an eight and a half by 11, and if you've got that 11 lines, um, you're going to get 25 lines down on a page of Braille here, guys. So um, 
Our Christmas tree is seven, our menorah is six, and our candle is seven, giving us a total of 20 lines. So you can fit them all right on top of each other um, and still have room for one line in between. Actually, I think you could fit two lines in between each of them and have them all running down on one line or one um, column, basically. And you get 40 cells across. (laughs) Okay, we'll come to them in just a second. And we do have 40 cells across on a large piece of paper, guys. I think it's 20 cells on the eight and a half by 11. So um, I don't think you'll be able to fit them all the way across if you're on an eight and a half by 11. But that 11 by 11, we have, let's see, we have 10, we have four, and then I think we have another 10. It, you might be able to fit them across wise too. All right, let's go to those other hands, Marcy, while I do some cell counting. Okay, so first you have Gregory. <laughs> All right, awesome. Hello, Gregory. Is that Greg? Alta, audio now unmuted. Hi, hi, Dorlin. Hey, Greg. Hey, Greg, I got a quick voice. question. Yeah. Um, I'd like to do these on some on some Christmas cards or some kind of stock. What kind of uh, what color could I get to it to uh, color card that would show the dots? I have a couple of sided people I'd like to send them to, and a couple of kids that may want to know what Braille looks like, and they can actually see it. Also, like the dots would come up through like a dark page or something. You know what I'm trying to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do. Um, I think you know. Um, for a lot of these, any kind of colored paper is going to look nice. Um, we'll I've also heard of, mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Um, now it's something where I have heard people taking like a black marker or something to draw around the edges after they make uh, their drawings. Yeah. Um, the I could see that working okay if you wanted to trace some of these to kind of highlight them. Um, I also think, you know, if you've got some sighted kids, it can be a really nice opportunity for them to decorate it, too. Or, I mean, any kids can have fun decorating, but, you know, they can draw around them or outline them. Okay. That's a great question, Greg. Thank you. Yeah, thank you for asking. All right, Marcy. Next, you have Carol. All right. Hi, Carol. Hi there. Question. Um, What I plan to do, I've got my brailler, and I'm going to do these on separate pieces of paper. Because I send them out, I'll send them out to Braille friends and Braille friends, uh, car a note too. But also that that when I send out cards, a note to each of my grandchildren, I'll have that Braille up in the corner, and they'll be able to see that when I um, maybe I'll Braille them a note with, and then have it typed also. So I haven't figured uh. that part out, but just individually, so I have individual pieces of paper with each of the different designs on it. My other quick question is, will this be available, this call be available in the archives of the Braille, um, on the Braille list? Um, We are not being recorded, or we are not being streamed and podcasted tonight, so it won't automatically be. I will send an email when we're done and ask if we can get it in the rotation um, for recording. If anyone is sitting there with your own personal recording device and you want to go ahead and record as we make, as I give out the directions for these drawings, so you have them, I'm more than happy to have you guys doing that. Um, and if you, um, want to reach out to me afterwards via email, I do have, um, 
I have at least the Christmas tree already typed up and I could easily type up uh, the menorah and the candle to add to those and we can get them out. So um, we want to make sure everybody can get them. Um, sorry that it, it's not automatically being added to the podcast rotation, but we will, we will make sure everybody gets the info they need here or afterwards. All right. Let's see, Marcy, do we have any other hands up? Oh, yes. We have Peggy Ann next. Awesome. Peggy Ann. Okay. Um, real quick. Um, one, I apologize. I was unmuted earlier and I was having technical difficulties with the brailler. So, sorry for that. Um, <laughs> no worries. I believe Chanel asked my question, but I want to clarify. Did you... Should it be the braille size paper, the 11 by, was it 17, and it would fit all three? The um, 11 and a half by 11, that's the 11. larger size of the braille okay. paper. That's kind of almost like a square. Okay. Um, yeah. I had dimensions wrong. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, no worries. Um, That should fit them all going all the way down. So mm -hmm. should an eight and a half by 11 paper, as long as you put it in the in portrait mode with the the long sides um okay. on either side so that um you know it's like the short side at the top okay sorry for asking the question again but like i said technical difference <laughs> no no worries we want to make sure everybody's <laughs> ready to go before we get cranking on these all right, all right. yeah thanks peggy ann marcy back to you nolan all right hi nolan what you got for us so first off um happy holidays and merry christmas to everybody um so first and foremost i don't have a cooking spoiler anymore to make uh chris and the holiday designs that you guys are working on but i am here to uh, listen and check out what you guys are doing and um Just so you know, um, got an, I got an email from Zoom saying that we have to be a little bit careful with um, Zoom security. Okay. Well. Um, because I was told via email you can't allow anyone that is a uninvited guest that has showed up to whatever event you are uh, doing in your own Zoom room. So you have to be very careful with that. Okay. Yeah, well, fair enough. Um, appreciate you bringing that up. Everyone needs to stay safe with their Zoom practices. Um, sorry you won't be able to make those drawings with us tonight, Nolan, but happy to have you listening along. And thank you for the holiday wishes. Happy holidays back right back at you. Thank you. Just thought I would awesome. let you know, and I'll probably... Um, make note of that and let ACB community know too so that Perfect. they are aware. Cool. Well, thank you, Nolan. Appreciate you looking out for us. You're welcome. 
Awesome. All right. Let's see. Back to Marcy. Five, eight, five, ending in four, four, six. Ah, that is Hannah. Hello, Hannah. Hello. Um, to answer the question about how many how many cells across on eight and a half by eleven, I think it's like twenty eight to thirty. If you turn it the eleven way, or no, but just the eight and a half, the short way up. Yeah, it's twenty eight to thirty. Okay, yep. all right. Thank you, Hannah. And that's as far as, what's that? No, go ahead. And as far as what color paper, I have been sending stuff to some friends who are sighted, and I sent it on white paper because one of my friends likes to color it. Ooh, that's a cool idea. It all depends if the person likes to color or not. So I also want to find out what color my friend colored the drawings I sent her. Awesome. Well, that's cool. That's a fun idea. Thank you for sharing that with us. Um, and thank you for bringing up that it's 28 cells if you've got that eight and a half by 11 in, guys. Um, so 28 cells across, and the Christmas tree is 10 cells across. The menorah is nine. The candle is four. So we add those together, we get 23. So you can still get a space in between each of those. Actually, two spaces in between each if it's 28 across. So you should be good to put these all in a column or all in a row if you've got eight and a half by 11 or 11 and a half by 11 paper. So um, thank you for that, that answer there, Hannah. All right, uh, Marcy, who else we got? We have Doug's iPhone and we have Marcia Summers and then we have Chanel also. I wanted to get Doug and Marcia and then get Chanel. Since she's already okay. spoken. Perfect. So, Doug? Hello. Thank Hi, you. Doug. Um, so, I'm a little confused. I'm using a three by five note card and I'm holding it in front of my face as if I could see it. So, then do I hold it so that the longest part goes from left to right or does the longest part go up and down? So if the longest part goes from left to right, I believe you can only get six cells up and down on it, which would be enough for our menorah, but not our Christmas tree and candle. So you want to turn it and have that long way. Sorry, I'm trying to grab an index card real fast. Just make sure you want to have that long way up and down if you're going to fit it all across. And as I'm saying that, I'm getting nervous that you can't fit the whole Christmas tree on there with the 10 cells. Let's see. Hannah or someone, do you know, can you fit all 10 cells across on a 3 by 5 note card? Should have double checked. Your 4 by 6 note cards are definitely going to work. Let's see. I don't know. I know the candle will definitely fit on one because it's only 4, but I seem to remember... <laughs> Excuse me. Sorry. Oh. When when I did okay. the candle, I thought it was only like maybe 11 or 12 cells across. You might be able to do the tree, but it's going to be really tight. I yes, did just check mine out. And um, yes, you can get 10 cells going left to right with the long way of the card going left to right. So I guess I'll just be short on the, I won't be able to get seven lines on the um, 
other cards. Okay. So I'll use well, a piece of paper. Thank you. All right. Well, and you know, these can be slightly short. The Christmas tree could be shortened by a, a row of branches if need be. So I'll cover that as we go into the Christmas tree in case anyone's wants a slightly shorter tree. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you, Doug. All right. Uh, let's see. It was Marsha Summers next, right? Yep. And then we have the other Marsha, Marsha Moses after Marsha Summers. All right. You are totally amazing to shorten. Remember to shorten that up so his tree can fit. Um, what I'm going to be doing is doing it with my slate and stylus. But I just wanted to mention to Nolan that my teacher of JAWS said that um, the younger people uh, are using technology. So she said they had a lot of uh, regulars and she's bringing me one on Tuesday. And so the next time we do this, I am going to be using the brailler instead of the Slate and Stylus. And my friend said, you're going to love the brailler. Yeah, you and, you're going to have a great so, time, Marsha. And so it's for free. And if, you, if I bought one, it would be $600. And she said there was an old one. She's bringing me an old one. But she said there's new ones that are plastic that... You know, that she was going to try to get the newer one. But most people are telling me the old one is is heavy duty and, and it will last longer. So that's the one you want, we'll Marsha. Hands down. You want the old guy. OK, they don't okay. make them so, like they used to. So I just wanted to tell Nolan that, um, you know, not that he can get together with his regional library and get one for free so that he can still Braille. It's a good idea for him to reach out there and see if his library is in a similar situation yours is. That's cool. Thanks for sharing that, Marsha. Okay. I'm excited that you'll be brailing on a brailler next time we do this. And I have a I have a slate that has seven lines, and I don't. Jason got me all these things, so um, perfect. Yeah, that's okay. perfect. I love it. All right. Well, cool. You are all set to go. I am. Um, all right. So let's see. Back to Marcy. I think we're going back to Chanel. Is that right? No, we're going to another Marsha. Oh, that's why I went back to you, Marcy. All right. <laughs> Hello, Marsha. Hi. Hello. How are you doing tonight? Good. Um, I just got the regular, the regular paper. And is that, that okay? Oh, absolutely. That'll absolutely okay. work. Anything you want to do this on, you can do it on regular paper if it's like printer paper you might want to make uh, like fold it in half so you got a little bit extra uh thickness there uh but you could certainly do it just on one sheet of regular paper you could do it on some junk mail even guys if you got one of those little things that gets sent in the mail the little cardboard ones those can be real nice to make some uh designs on to practice with but yeah you're good to go on regular paper for sure marcia okay um, oh, right. I tried. I I tried a card that I had that I found, and I couldn't. I can't figure out how to do it. How to put it in my slate? Okay. Well, um, if you want some help on that particular slate and card at some point, uh, you want to pop in the braille rooms. We can work for one on one on that. Um, but for the most part, with those slates, you can. If it's one that hinges, just snap it on there somewhere. 
Um, but we'll definitely work one-on-one -on -one tomorrow um, with you if you want to pop in and you want some help with that one particularly. Okay. All right, cool. And that stands for anyone, guys. If anyone wants some one-on-one -on -one help with any of these drawings later, needed help with one of their pieces of equipment, pop in on Sunday or Tuesday, 6 p.m. Eastern for the Braille Rooms. Let me know what you need help with, and we will help you out. Okay. All right, cool. Thanks, Marcia. You're welcome. All right, back to Marcy. Now, Chanel lowered her hand, so I don't know if she wants to talk to us. Well, I thought I wouldn't be able to, but just real quick, I wanted to mention, because now I can, that mine, I pressed the space bar across um, to see how long it was, and it was about 30 cells, and um, that's with the holes going along, like on the left, you know, going down, the, the three holes. So, um, yeah, I'm going to try this, and if it, I have trouble with my Braille writer, I will definitely come into Braille room, <laughs> so... <laughs> Well, yay. Well, really happy to be breaking in that brailler on these designs yeah. here, Chanel. Yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. All right. You are clear. Let's get to drawing. All right. Let's do these drawings, guys. As promised, we're going to get started with the Christmas tree. So hopefully everyone has taken this time to get a piece of paper into that brailler, into that slate and stylus. It's all snapped in and ready to go. We are going to go line by line. I will give you the directions each time twice. So if you are someone who moves fast, just keep in mind I'm repeating each thing twice. All right. And then I will give dot numbers as we go as well. So if you don't know the contractions or if you don't even know all the letters, that's fine. As long as you know your dot numbers, we're going to get through this. All right. Christmas tree time. Alrighty, guys, as I said, this is going to be seven lines down. Our first line, oh, and it's 10 cells across total. I like to call it our ARG Christmas tree because it's made up of mostly AR and GH contractions. That's how I remember this guy. So line one, we are going to start by spacing four times. So that's starting by spacing four times. Skip those first four cells if you're using a slate and stylus or hit that space bar four times using that Perkins. Then our first character will be, as promised, the AR contraction. That is dots three, four, five. Again, we're making one AR contraction, dots three, four, five. Okay, our next cell is going to be the GH contraction. That is dots one, two, and six. Again, this uh, cell we're making is the GH contraction. Dots one, two, and six. And that is the end of line one. You've made the top of your Christmas tree. So you can go ahead and go down to second line. If you're using that Perkins Braille, you want to remember to return back over to the left side. Using the Slitting Stylus, just drop down a line and go all the way back over to the right. Okay, line two. Line two is going to start with three spaces. Again, we're starting line two with three spaces. So you want to skip those first three cells on a slate and stylus or hit that space bar three times. 
on a Perkins. And then we are going to make two of our AR contraction, which again was dots three, four, and five. Again, you're making two of these, two ARs, dots three, four, and five. Now that you've made those two, we're going to make two of the GH contraction. That GH contraction is dots one, two, and six. Again, we're making two GH contractions here. That's one, two, and six. That is it for line two. You can feel your Christmas tree expanding out if you're on a Perkins. Now for our line three, we are going to start by spacing twice. So again, we're starting our third line here by spacing twice. You're skipping those first two cells on a slate and stylus or hitting that space bar twice on a Perkins. And then we are going to make three of the AR contraction, which is dots three, four, and five. So again, we're making three of our AR contractions in a row here. Dots three, four, and five. So after you've got those three ARs, no big surprise here, we're gonna make three of the GH contractions, which again were dots one, two, and six. So again, that's dots one, two, and six for our GH contraction, and we're making three of those here, guys. All right, and that's the end of this line. So you can go ahead and turn down, head all the way back over to the left on the Perkins, back to the right cell uh, for your slate and styluses. All right, and this is line four. We're going to start this one by spacing just once. Hit that space bar once on a Perkins or skip that first cell on your slate and stylus. This is line four, and we are starting with that uh, one space. Now we are going to make four of the AR contraction. Again, AR is dots three, four, and five. And you are making four of these guys. So four ARs, that's three, four, and five. Now that you've done those, we are gonna make four of the GH contraction. That's dots one, two, and six. Again, we're making four of these GH contractions. Dots one, two, and six. So now that we've completed line four, we'll head down to line five. Again, returning and heading back over to the left side on the Perkins, heading back to the right side on slate and stylus, and we're beginning line five. And this time, and real quick here, uh, a note for uh, 
dug. If you wanted to skip a line of the tree, this is the line to skip. This is our bottom line with the most branches. And so if anyone's trying to make this into a six line display, uh, six line design, go ahead and skip this line, this line five. But um, everyone else wants to keep this in. So line five, no spaces to start out. We are just going to do five of our AR contraction. That's five of our AR contraction. Dots three, four, and five. So dots three, four, and five, five times over. This is the biggest, uh, our widest line. Then after you've made your five ARs, we are going to make five of the GH contraction. Again, GH is dots one, two, and six. That's dots one, two, and six for our GH contraction there. And again, you're making five of these. Lots of symmetry with this tree of ours. All righty, guys. And then that's it for line five. So line six, um, one quick note on line six, uh, for Doug, you are going to want to modify this ever so slightly. So, um, I will give those as we go. If you guys are just trying to make a six line tree like Doug is, uh, but for line six, for our regular, um, line six. We're going to space once. So start by spacing once. And Doug and anyone else who wants to make a six line Christmas tree should actually space twice. But our regular Christmas tree uh, designers, you just want to space the once here on line six. So space once for the general population. Then we're going to make the general population is going to make three of the AR contraction. Our uh, people trying to modify this, just make two of these. But the rest of us want to make three of our AR contraction. That's dots three, four, and five. Then everybody, after those three AR contractions, or two for our, our shorter tree folks, after that, we are making dots four, five, and six. So our next character is dots four, five, and six. Making part of that, uh, that tree there, the bark in the middle. All right, and then after that dots four, five, six, everybody is gonna make the letter L. L is in Lima. That's one, two, three. And that's the letter L, just one of them. That's one, two, and three. After that, we, with the exception of our folks making the modifications, everybody wants to make three of the GH contractions next. And that is dots. Uh, one, two, and six. If you're making the modification, just make two of them. 
But for the rest of you guys, you want three of those GH contractions. That's one, two, and six. All right, that's the end of uh, line six, guys. And our last line is real short. This is a, where we're going to get our, the base, our stump of our tree. Um, kind of actually looks like a Christmas tree holder to me. But so line seven, we are going to space four. So hit that space bar four times if you're on the Perkins. Skip those first four cells if you're on the Slate and Stylus. After you've made four spaces there, you want to make one of the AR contraction. That's dots three, four, and five. Again, we're making one AR contraction here. That's three, four, and five. And then our last character for our tree will be one of our GH contraction. That's one, two, and six. Again, that's dots one, two, and six for our final character, the GH. And you now have a Christmas tree. So you can go ahead and take that out of your slate and stylus or your Perkins Brailler. I'm realizing as I did that, it did not give a lot of time for folks moving the slate and stylus down in between lines four and five, but hopefully everyone kept up. Let's see if we have any questions now that we've uh, made our tree. We're clear. All right. Well, well done, guys. Got a Christmas tree to decorate holiday cards with, if you like. I like adding this to ones that already have forests or trees on them that can be fun we have chanel with a raised hand all right hey chanel hi so we were supposed to on line six we were supposed to space over twice correct only if you were making the modification oops okay. i apologize i'm sorry no, guys you i realized said it i think yeah it looks like i spaced over twice i don't know um yeah, yeah, I apologize um, for no, the way okay. I tried to make that modification. I maybe should have done it at the end. But yeah, it should line six with our regular Christmas tree is going to be one space. Open. Okay. Three of the ARs. Okay. And then a four, five, six. Right. And then. And then yeah. yeah. That's my okay. Well, my cr tree, I guess, I don't know, will be just a tiny bit. It'll be a. Tiny bit of a crooked tree, I guess, but you know, what? Be a nice no tree. two trees are the same in nature. So why should right. they be in Braille? Right, right. <laughs> <laughs> All okay. right. Thanks, Chanel. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um. All right. Do we have any other hands pop up there, Marcy? We're clear. All righty, guys. Well, then let's change gears. Change holidays. We're gonna transition from Christmas to Hanukkah. And we are going to make a menorah, which is a candelabra that holds nine candles. And this is actually, so that first design we did, that originally, that Christmas tree, that came from Marie Porter. can also be found in the Kim Charlson book, I believe. It's a pretty standard Christmas tree you'll find out there. Um, this menorah that we're getting ready to do, this was actually designed by Shelly Rhodes of the ACB Crafters, one of our own within the community, which is really cool. She shared this a couple of holidays ago. 
Um, and then we've actually taken this and Hannah, our own Hannah, has modified it slightly. She dropped uh, the the candles, the light. There's a, a dot for each of the candles for the flame, and she dropped those ever so slightly. So they feel a little bit closer to the wicks than Shelly's original drawing, um, and we both prefer it this way. So this is how we're going to do it tonight, but just know this originally came from Shelly Rhodes' brilliant mind and was modified ever so slightly by our own Hannah. And again, this menorah is going to be nine cells wide and it is six cells down. So this will fit on a three by five index card with the uh, the long sides running left to right. That's how Doug, Doug described it. Um, so that um, you got your card where it's a little bit longer than it is tall. And so we're going to get started here, hoping everyone's got been given enough time now that I've been talking to get another piece of paper loaded up in their brailers or in their slate and styluses. And then we'll go ahead and get started with our menorah. Line one, guys, we are going to start by spacing four times. So again, you're going to space four times to get us started, skipping those first four cells if you're on that slate and stylus or spacing, hitting that space bar four times on our brailers. And then you are going to make a single dot two. That is just one dot two. Guys, all right, that's it for line one. We basically lit the top of our middle candle of our candelabra here, our menorah, with that little flame. So we're all moving down to our second line now. Back over to the right for our slate slaters and back over to the left for our Perkinsers. <laughs> and line two, we are going to uh, light the rest of our candles on this line. So line two, we are going to make four of dot two in a row. So dot two, four times over, guys. Again, this is line two, and we're doing four dot twos. All right. Now that so you... When you have a hand, do you want it after you finish the line? Mm, let's go ahead and take it now. It's Deborah. Sorry, Dorlin, I'll be real quick. How many times do we space over? Oh, on this second line? Yeah. Nothing. Oh, okay. So we do four dot twos? You got it. Yeah, okay. sorry, guys. I okay. I announced before when we had no spaces. Not this yep. time. Okay, My bad. Thanks. Yeah, yeah, no, no worries. Thank you for clarifying, Deborah. All right, guys, this is line two, and there are zero spaces to start with. We are just doing those four dot twos. And once you've got those dot twos done, then we are going to find our place on my instructions again. <laughs> and all right, guys, so you got your four dot twos. Now we need to make one letter L. It's one letter L as in Lima. That's one, two, three. Again, you're just making one L here. It's L for Lima. Dots one, two, three. And after you've made that one 
lonely little L, we are going to make four dot fives. So that's dot five, four times over. So we're lighting the other side of the candelabra here. So again, you're making dot five, four times. And um, once uh, you've completed those four dot fives, you have completed line two. And you've officially lit all those beautiful candles. And we will drop on down to line three. Let's move down to line three, all the way back over to the right for our Slaters, all the way back over to the left for our Perkinsers. All right, now, we are going to, on line three here, we have no spaces. We're going to start making some candlesticks. So on line three, we are going to make five of the letter L. Again, that's L as in Lima. That's one, two, and three. And you want to make five of those, guys. This is line three. We're starting out with five letter L's. That's one, two, and threes. And after you've got those five L's, we are going to make four dots, four, five, and sixes. So again, this is dots four, five, and six, and you need to make four of those. We're making our candlesticks on this line here, guys. So we have now completed all our candlesticks by making these four uh, dots, four, five, and sixes. And we have completed line three. And we will head on down to line four. Again, no spaces to start this one out. So, uh, no spaces on line four. And we are going to get started with four of our old friend, the GH contraction, dots one, two, and six. In this line four, and we're getting started with four of the GH contractions. Dots one, two, and six. So after you've got those four GHs, we are going to make a single letter V. V is in Victor. That's dots one, two, three, and six. Again, we are making just one of the letter V. V is in Victor. That's one, two, three, and six. After you finish that guy, we are going to make four of the AR contraction. Again, that AR contraction is dots three, four, and five. And you need to make four of them. So again, guys, we're making four of the AR contraction. Dots three, four, and five. And with that, you have finished up uh, line four. And we will move on down to line five. 
everyone wants to move all the way back to the left on the Perkins, all the way back to the right on the Slates. Again, this is line five. No spaces to start this guy out either. We are going to start line five here by making uh, a single dot four. Again, you are making one of dot four. Alrighty, guys, so this is line five. After you get it started with that first dot four, then we are going to make one ER contraction. That's dots one, two, four, five, six. So again, we are making one ER contraction. Dots one, two, four, five, and six. Then we are going to make five full cells. The full cell is dots one, two, three, four, five, and six. And again, you want five of those guys. Five full cells here. Again, that full cell is dots one, two, three, four, five, and six. All right. Now that you've made those five full cells, we are going to make one of the letter Q, as in queen. Dots one, two, three, four, five. Again, you are making one letter Q, as in queen. Dots one, two, three, four, five. And after you have made your Q, you will make one letter A. Again, that's one A as in dot one. So we are finishing this line, which is that single A or dot one. And with that, you have completed line five. Alrighty guys, just one more line to go. We're gonna make the base of our candelabra of our menorah here. All right, line six. So everyone's moved down to line six. Our Perkins Grailer users are all the way back to the left. Our Slate users are all the way back to the right. And we are going to begin um, line six by spacing three times. So if you're on that Perkins Brailler, hit that space bar three times. If you're using the slate, skip those first three cells as we are spacing three times to begin line six. Once you have finished that, then you will make a single numeric indicator, which is dots three, four, five, and six. Again, we are making one numeric indicator here. Dots three, four, five, and six. And then after that, we will make one full cell. Dots one, two, three, four, five, and six. Again, we're making just one full cell here, guys. Dots one, two, three, four, five, and six. 
And then we are going to complete this line with one letter V. V is in Victor or victory. You made it. Dots one, two, three, six. Again, you're finishing this line with one letter V. V is in victory. Dots one, two, three, and six. That's the base of your menorah, and you have finished. So those with the slate and stylus can pop that out and feel it. You've already got access to it on your Perkins Brailers if you're doing that. You can feel how you've got your dots twos and dot fives as uh, the flames for our candles up at the very top. Then you've got um, either L's or dot four, five, and sixes as the candle sticks themselves. Got kind of the GH's and the AR's in the middle there as kind of the candlestick holders coming up. And then you've got the base and the, um, well, I guess the stand at the very bottom there. So you can kind of feel that. I think this is a, a really fun design. And it's nice and small. It can fit in the corner of a, a card or decorate anything you'd like to decorate with this guy. Let's see if we have any questions about that design we just finished up. Our menorah by Shelley Rhodes. You are clear. All right. Great. Well, guys, we are moving right along then. Okay. So as soon as I say that, Chanel says, hi. (laughs) (laughs) That's because that's one of the rules of the universe. If if an ACB Zoom host asks if there are no hands and says there are none, (laughs) the universe insists there will be one. Yeah, I'm guilty. I've (laughs) done I've been in both positions. I was just—I'm <laughs> always on my phone, so it's like, okay, I've got to find the raised hand. But it's not as quick as a keyboard. But um, sure. which part was the w- the candles? You said the like yes. some there nine or no? There's eight. So there's nine candles here. So nine you candles, have yeah. with uh, you've got eight can or eight candles at one level and one that's in the middle that's a little higher raised up. Oh, okay. So on the left side, you've got four candles where you've got the dot fours as their flames and the L's as the candlestick. And then the GH is kind of as the holders for those sticks. Then in the middle, you have your tall candle that's got its dot four as the flame. And it's got, um, I think it's got two L's. Yeah, two L's coming down, making its candle. And then it's got, um, a V instead of a GH or an AR as its holder. And then on the right side, you've got four more candles that are a little shorter than that middle one with the dot five as their flames, the four or five sixes, and the ARs as their candlesticks and holders. And then the uh, what was our fifth row that started with the dot four, an ER, and then the full cells, a Q and an A. Uh, that's kind of like the base that all the candles are coming into. Okay. And at neat. the very bottom, you've got an American indicator full cell in the V, and that's like the stand that's holding the whole thing up. Oh, thank you. Yeah, my pleasure. Thanks for asking that. All right, Marcy, do we have any other hands up there? Again, I'll say it. You're clear. All righty, guys. Well, we've got a uh tree we've got a menorah now we're gonna do our candle candle is great this can be used all times of the year for 
birthday festivities or this time of year, I believe a candle's appropriate for Christmas, Hanukkah, Kwanzaa, lots of things. So this one's really versatile. And this one actually comes from Sirku, um, our honorary Fenerican who uh, attends ACB meetings. And she shared this a couple of Christmases ago with everyone. Um, and so credit to Sirku for this one. And we'll get started with this candle. Again, this one is seven cells down. But this one is only four cells wide, guys. So this one, um, if you're doing a um, an index card, you want to flip it so your long sides are heading down, this will definitely fit on that guy. Um, and obviously, this will fit on your Perkins. So we'll get started with our candle here. And um, so where are my directions? Line one. Hopefully, everybody's got that paper ready to go now. Another extra second. Uh, line one. We are going to start by spacing one time. So line one. We're getting started off with one space. Now, after you have spaced once, you want to make one of the ST contraction, which is dots three, four. So again, you're making one ST contraction, dots three and four. Then our Next cell will be the CH contraction, dots one and six. Again, that's dots one and six, the CH contraction. That's the uh, end of row one. So pretty short and sweet there on row one. We'll head down to row two. On that Perkins, one head all the way back to the left. Our Slater's head all the way back to the right. And line two, we will again start by spacing one time. So again, you want to space one time on this second line. Just space once. Then we are going to make the CH contraction. That's dots one and six. Again, we're making one CH contraction, dots one and six. And then we will make one ST contraction, dots three and four. Again, that's one ST contraction, dots three and four. And you have completed line two, as well as the flame for the candle. Now we're gonna make our candle stick. So line three, guys. Line three does not have any space to start out. No spaces for line three. So line three, we are gonna start with the letter P. P is in Papa or potato. That's one, two, three, and four. Again, we are starting line three with one P as in Papa. That's one, two, three, and 
four. Alrighty guys, now that you've got that P on line three, our next contraction, or sorry, our next cell is, let's see, sorry, I lost my line. All right, here we go guys. So now after that, we are gonna make two of the letter C. Again, guys, we are making two of the letter C, dots one and four. That's two letter C's, dots one and four. And after you've made those C's, we will make one TH contraction. That's dots one, four, five, and six. Again, we are making one TH contraction. Dots one, four, five, and six. And that will end line three. Finish the very top of the candlestick. And we'll head to line four. So all our Perkins folks head to line four and back to the left. Slater's head to line four and all the way back to the right. And we are going to start this one with one letter L. L is in Lima. Dots one, two, and three. Again, we are starting line four with the letter L, dots one, two, and three. All right, let's see. Um, doo -doo -doo -doo. <laughs> okay, now we are going to make the letter A as an apple or dot one. So again, guys, you're making one letter A, which is dot one. And then you'll go ahead and space one time after that. So skip one cell if you're on a slate, space once on those Perkins. And then we'll finish this line by making dots four, five, and six. So again, this last character is dots four, five, and six. And that will complete line four. And we'll move on down to line five. You're on that Perkins all the way back to the left, on those slates all the way back to the right, and we are going to again start this line with a letter L. L is in Lima. That's one, two, and three. Again, this is line five, guys, and we're getting started with one letter L. That's one, two, and three. After that, we are going to space one time. Skip that next cell on those slates. Hit that space bar one time on our Perkins. Um, let's see, I think I may have moved down a line. Let me make sure before I give you my, the next character that I've got it just right, guys. Okay, yeah. All right, so, so far we've just done an L and a space on this line, right? Marcy, someone? 
oh, I'm going to trust my brain. Yes, that's correct. Yes. All right, thank you. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry about that. that. Sorry, I was doing it and I couldn't get my, to my computer on time. <laughs> oh my gosh, my bad. All right, so guys, on this line, you've done your L, you've done your space once. Now we are going to make dots four and five. So again, you're going to make dots four and five for our next cell. So one of this character, dots four and five. And after you've made that, we'll finish this line with dots four, five, and six. Again, our last character on this line is dots four, five, and six. And you have finished line five. That was only one, four, five, and six, correct? Correct. Okay. Correct. Yep. So line five that we just completed, guys, was an L, then a space, then one of the character four, five, and then one of the character four, five, six. So moving down to line six now, we are going to get started again with a letter L. That's one, two, and three. Again, this is line six, and we're getting started with that letter L. Dots one, two, and three. Then our next character, we're going to make a dropped B or dots two and three. Just one of those. Again, this is a dropped B or dots two and three. And just one of those characters. And then you will space one time. All righty, guys. Again, you are spacing one time after that. And after that one space, again, you'll end this line with dots four, five, and six. Make the right side of the candlestick. So again, that's dots four, five, and six to complete this line. And you are done with line six. And we are heading to line seven, which is our last line of our candle. So all the way back to the left for those Perkins, all the way back to the right on our slates. Line seven, we are going to begin with the letter V as in victory. Dots one, two, three, and six. Again, we're starting line seven with V as in victory. Dots one, two, three, and six. Then you are going to make two hyphens. A hyphen is dots three and six. And again, guys, you want two of those. Two hyphens, dots three and six. And then our last character on this row and drawing will be the numeric indicator. Dots three, four, five, and six. Again, that last character on this uh, line is dots three, four, five, and six. And that's the bottom of your candle. So if you're in a slate and stylus, you can go ahead and pop that guy out and feel up there if you're on a Perkins. At the very top, we had an ST and then a CH. And our second line was a CH and an ST. And those have created our flame up there. You can actually put kind of your index finger or finger and feel it being contained by the flame there. So someone could probably color that in if they wanted. 
And then underneath that, you've got this long rectangular shape, which is the candlestick. And on the inside of that, you've got a couple of little wax strippings that are coming down as this candle is melting. So there's kind of a little dot, I believe it's a dot one, up in the dot top left corner of your candle, that's a little wax dripping. You've got dots four or five over towards the right middle side of your candle, some more wax dripping down. And then our lower B, our dots two, three, it's kind of the bottom left corner, little wax drippings. So um, let's see if we have any questions about this candle. We're clear. Um, <laughs> yeah, here we go. There's Donna Williams. There we go. We knew we had someone. All exactly. right. Hi, Donna. Hello. Hello. This is my first time on this call, and I have to say I'm a, I am amazed. Um, I am not a crafty person. I'm not somebody who does crafts well, and I cannot believe the way this candle looks. I, it's really cute. I like it, it too. It, it, yeah, I mean, I just, I did mess my Christmas tree up, though. So did you say that tomorrow you would be able to, uh, when, when did you say you can um, try that again? <laughs> well, I actually have two offers here. Um, I, it's only 7.04, so it looks like we actually have time to do the Christmas tree one more time before we end at the bottom of the half hour here, or at the bottom of the hour, or however that's called. So, Don, if you <laughs> want to stick around, we'll do one more Christmas tree. Oh, my um, goodness. Great. That's – oh, thank you. Thank you so much. But um, that offer does stand for you, for everyone who wants to pop in any Sunday or Tuesday at 6 p.m. Eastern – the Braille Room calls on the community call schedule. We're there. We break into breakout rooms and work on anything Braille related. And that can certainly include Braille drawings. So if anyone has any questions, needs some one-on-one -on -one help, or just needs extra help after we finish up tonight, come into a Braille Room and we can help you there. I just think this is amazing because this is something I've always wanted to try doing. And when I saw Braille drawing, I said, Oh my, I have to try this and just see if I like it or don't like it. <laughs> well, yay. Oh my gosh, Donna, I'm so happy you decided to give us a try and that you are enjoying it. That's really cool. Thank you. That's and I awesome. will stay around for the Christmas tree if you're going to do it again. Absolutely. Yeah, we'll see if we have any other questions here, guys. And within the next three to five minutes, we'll get started on one more Christmas tree. All right, let's see, Marcy, did we have any other hands before we go to this Christmas tree part two? You're clear. All righty, guys, let's make one more Christmas tree because I messed up Chanel's as well. And this one will be our full seven line Christmas tree without any um, modifications made as we go through. So hopefully it'll be a little more straightforward. And I hope that those modifications worked out for someone too. Um, I'm probably going to play around with some short trees, make a whole field of trees. Grove? Grove of trees. I think that's how they come. All right, guys. Christmas tree. Get those pieces of paper ready again. Remember, this one is 10 cells wide by 7 cells down. And I like to call it the ARG Christmas tree because it is a lot of ARs and GH contractions. So that's something that... Um, 
if you're someone to like to memorize things, this is one that um, helps. The, that's my little mnemonic to remember. Anyway, line one. Get started with line one. And we are going to start by spacing four times. Again, guys, this is line one. And we are going to get started by spacing four times. Then we will make one of the AR contraction, which is dots three, four, and five. Again, we're making one AR contraction. That's dots three, four, and five. Now we will make one GH contraction. Dots one, two, and six. Again, that's one GH contraction. So dots one, two, and six. And that completes line one. We're done with the top of our tree. Head down to line two. All the way back to the left for the Perkins, back to the right for the Slates. And we will start line two by spacing three times. Again, this is line two, and we are spacing three times. So skip those first three cells on the slate, space three on that Perkins. Then we will make two of the AR contraction, which again is dots three, four, and five. So are you making two of the AR contraction, dots three, four, and five. Next, we will make two of the GH contraction. That is dots one, two, and six. Again, that's two of the GH contraction, which is dots one, two, and six. And that will complete line two. Line three. We will get started on line three by spacing two times. Again, this is line three, and we're starting off by spacing twice. Two spaces on the Perkins, skipping two cells on the slate. And then we are going to make three of the AR contraction. Dots three, four, and five. Again, this is three of our AR contraction. Dots three, four, and five. Then we will make three of the GH contraction. Dots one, two, and six. Again, that's three of the GH contraction, which is dots one, two, and six. And that will complete line three. We'll move down to line four, all the way back to the left for our Perkins, back to the right on those slates. And again, this line four. We are starting by spacing one time. Line four starts with just the one space. And then we will make four of the AR contraction. Dots three, four, and five. Again, you are making four of the AR contractions, which is dots three, four, and five. After you've made those four, 
we will make four of the GH contraction. Dots one, two, and six. Again, we are making four GH contractions. Dots one, two, and six. All right, and that's it for line four. Line five. All the way back to the left for the Perkins, back to the right for the Slates. And there are no spaces on line five. So we are not starting with any spaces here. We are going to get right into our contractions and make five of the AR contraction, which is dots three, four, and five. Again, you're going to make five of those, five AR contractions, dots three, four, and five. And then you will make five of the GH contraction. Dots one, two, and six. Five of the GH contractions. Dots one, two, and six. And that completes line five. And we'll move on down to line six. Things get slightly different on us. So line six, we are going to start by spacing one time. Again, guys, we're starting line six by spacing just once. And then, oops, sorry. After that one space here, we are going to make three of the AR contractions. That's three four, and five. Again, that's three of those AR contractions. Dots three, four, and five. Then we will make the character dots four, five, and six. Just one of those guys. Dots four, five, and six. And after you made that, you want to make one letter L. L is in Lima. That's one, two, and three. Again, that's one letter L. That's one, two, and three. Then you'll finish this row with three of the GH contractions, which are dots one, two, and six. Again, that's three of the GH contractions. That's one, two, and six. And that finishes line six. And you oh. have Doug with a hand. All right. What's up, Doug? I'm so sorry I, I uh, interrupted. Um, I, when you're done with the uh, giving the descriptions of how to do this, I do have a comment for you. Oh, okay, great. We'll come right back to you after we finish up this last line then. Yeah, sorry. No, Thanks. no worries at all. Thank you, Doug. All righty, guys. So we've got one last line here, line seven. So we're going to start by spacing four times. Again, this is line seven, and you're getting started with four spaces. Skip those first four cells on the slate. Hit that space bar four times on a Perkins. Then we will make one of the AR contraction, which is dots three, four, and five. 
Again, we're making one of the AR contraction. That's three, four, and five. And we are making, after that, one GH contraction. That's one, two, and six. Again, that last one is a GH contraction. That's one, two, and six. And that completes our tree. Those last two AR and GHs there were kind of our tree stand or our base. You can convert those if you'd like and make a numeric indicator and a V instead of the AR and then the GH, which makes it look a little bit more, I don't know, I kind of like that stand, but you can play around with all of these and modify them a bit. But that's the end of Christmas tree part two. So let's head back over to Doug for his uh, comment. Well, I just wanted to say I dearly love doing this. And um, I'm in my mid-50s. And when I was young and at the School for the Blind, we never had anything like this to do. So this is fun as an adult. Um, I wanted to also let you know that I did modify things a little bit. I took an eight and a half by 11 inch piece of paper and put it the, the long way so I could get all of them on and on one sheet. And I just wanted to give the suggestion and I'll try to be uh, uh, appropriate. Um, what I've done is done these on a piece of paper, put the, the Braille labels what they are, and then I plan on sharing them with the, uh, the children in, for me, it would be my church, for others, it could be a synagogue or whatever, or for those who, who uh, don't attend such things, um, share them with uh, your kids or, uh, you know, uh, what are people. And so, this is just very, very fun, and you did very good at uh, describing how to do it. So I just wanted to say thank you. Well, thank you, Doug. I really appreciate those comments, and I appreciate you joining in with us. Um, this was fun. I think those are some great suggestions of how to get these Braille drawings out, too. It's a really fun way to share Braille with the sighted community, too, the little drawings. And I think uh, no matter what age you are, these Braille drawings are a lot of fun. So. Cool. Thank you, Doug. Now you have Peggy Ann, followed by Donna. All right. Wonderful. Hey, Peggy Ann, how'd it go? Um, it went pretty well. I, I hate to do this, but could you repeat the last line of the tree? I oh. lost somewhere in the middle. That would be my pleasure. Um, the last line is the easiest line of the tree. Um, it is four spaces. Okay. Then the AR contraction. Okay. How that's three, four, five. Yep. And then the GH contraction. That's one, two, six. One, two, six. Okay. Is that it? Yep. It's just those two. Okay. I just, okay. I thought I missed another um, AR contraction or something. Okay. Thank you. Yeah, you're good. Well done. Awesome. Thanks. Uh, let's see. Back to you, Marcy. Okay, Donna. All right, Donna, how'd that second tree go? Oh, it went fabulous. And I'm actually going to um, give my mother these two for Christmas as part of a Christmas gift. Um, 
I told, you know, I told her before, I said, I'm not crafty. And I, because our family, most of our family does crafts and things. And she said, what, what you have to do, you have to, because I told her how I mess things up all the time. She says, you have to find something that you think is fun and that you really get into doing. And I had seen a friend of mine who did Braille drawings on her Brailler. And um, I said, how do you do that? She said, I followed a book. She said, you can do them if you follow instructions. And it was something I was always fascinated. I thought, I wonder if I could do that. Well, now I have proven that I can do that. And um, so I think showing her my craftiness with my drawings is going to be you know, really special. And uh, I, I just really thank you. Um, I think because of you, I found a new hobby. Um, so I appreciate that. And I just appreciate your patience and your time. And, and I hope you have good holidays if I don't get a chance to come in, but I am thinking about starting to attend some of the Braille calls and maybe even subscribe to the email list too. Well, cool. Well, Donna, really glad that you decided to drop in. I love hearing that you found a new hobby. That's awesome. This And just so you know, I'm a low vision person. So I know you probably don't find many of us um, around that would still be able to read print and see colors and everything. But I'm a low vision person who does that, but also uses Braille. So there you go. Very cool. Use it. <laughs> Use everything you can. I love it. <laughs> thank you. Yeah, well, thank you. I'm glad you popped in. Hope to see you again at these calls. Um, I'll take this opportunity to give a little shout out for two weeks from now, guys. We're actually going to do some Braille drawings again. Um, there's a couple more designs um, out there that are kind of holiday themed. So not next weekend, but the weekend after, we will get these slates or Perkins back out and we'll make a bell uh, like jingle bells or you know whatever sort of bell um, you want to call it we'll make one of those it's also this kind of size and then we will also make an angel which is um, another one of the designs that Sirku had shared with ACB a couple years ago um, can't quite remember where the bell came from it may be from Sirku as well but I will uh, confirm who made those before we make them so we can give credit where credit is due, but that will be Saturday, December um, 16th at 6 p.m. Eastern. We'll be doing more of these Braille drawings uh, for the holiday season. Um, let's see. Next weekend at 6 p.m. Eastern, we'll get out our Braille calendars and get December dots going. I apologize to everyone for not getting a November dots call in there with those calendars, but we'll try and finish out the year strong with some December dots and talk about getting into the next year and um, see how everybody's calendar collections are coming along this year. So that'll be next Saturday. Um, and let's see, did we have any other hands go up before I launch into our uh, Braille commercial, Marcy? We do. It okay, let's take those instead. We have Marcia and we have Henna. Oh, perfect. And guys, if you have any other comments you wanted to put in, we have eight minutes, so get them in quick. Um, or get those hands up quick, rather. So, Marcia, what you got for us? This is pretty awesome. I love doing this. Yay! Awesome. Well, I'm glad you made it. Did you have a favorite of these three? Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty cool 
It was pretty cool doing both. Well, very I'd like cool. to put one oh, on either on card. That way, I want to send Laura one. The one that helped me. Yeah, your braille teacher, right? She'll love that. Yeah. Oh, I love that idea, Marcia. You'll have yeah. to let me know how she reacts to that. Okay. Very cool. All right, let's see. And Marcy, you said we have another hand. Hannah, right? Right. Hey, Hannah. Hello. Uh, the bell did come from Circu. That was her design. And also, I was just going to share really quickly just an idea, something I did a couple of years ago. I have a little, like a little expanding file of like four by six or three by five cards I carry with me. Sometimes when I go to the doctor, it has, you know, important information. It puts some cards in it with, I think it was a tree and a bell. And I was at a doctor's appointment, and the doctor, you know, somehow we got on the subject of the holidays. I told her what I was doing with braille drawings. She says, oh, that's really interesting. wish you had some with you. I said, I do. So I gave one to her and one to her technician. I think I've told this story before, but I don't know, you know, on other calls, but and she said they said they they both said they were going to go home and show them to their kids. Ah, that's cool. Spread in Braille to the world. Yeah. Very so cool. when the one gentleman, I think it was Doug earlier, was talking about showing people at church, and you know, he said you could take them to, like the synagogue or your kids. I thought, hey, you could take them to the doctor too. <laughs> Indeed, take Braille everywhere. All right. Well, thank you for sharing that experience, Hannah. And everybody, we have Hannah to thank for um, helping out to modify that menorah, bring our flames down a little lower. And also she helped me get the directions for the candles straight. So yay for Hannah helping us out here tonight. Thank you, Hannah. All right. Let's see, Marcy, did we have any other hands prop up? We're clear. Alrighty, guys. So we got five more minutes. If anyone did have a question, uh, we'll go through our this week in Braille commercial real fast, so people know what's coming up. Um, as mentioned earlier tonight, every Sunday and Tuesday we have our Braille breakout rooms at 6 p.m. Eastern, and we work on literally anything and everything Braille. So if you want to work on some of these drawings or have any questions about anything, that's the night to pop up, and uh, we will help in whichever way we can. Then let's see, Monday, guys, no more deciphering dots on Mondays. We finished our book last week. Woohoo! Yay to everyone who came and participated during our Beneath the Bed and other scary stories readings. We are taking a week hiatus before we are going to get started with our next book, which is Practice Makes Perfect. And we're going to get started on a new day and time, which will be looking like Fridays at 4 p.m. Um, the time is not, I haven't requested it yet, so it may change. Um, just uh, stay tuned there, guys. But that will be Friday afternoons, early evenings that we're going to transition to. So nothing on the calendar for Mondays is the point of all that. Then <laughs> Tuesday at 2.30 Eastern, the Brailleists are doing um, their Braille office hours for their um their Braille classes. So if you're not participating in those, you have a week off from Brailleist activities. They'll get started up with other things next week. 
I don't have anything on my calendar for Wednesday. Next Thursday at noon Eastern, there is I Love Braille on the community call schedule. Uh, being the first Thursday of the month, there will be a presentation regarding Braille. I cannot remember who the presenter is, but it's always a good time and fascinating. Let's see, then at 9 p.m. Eastern, there is Grade 3 Braille Revisited, which is a shorthand code based off of the former code, English Braille American Edition. So if you know that and you want to learn some shorthand, that's class for you. Friday at 11.30 a.m. Eastern is the I Learn Braille course, uh, class that Professor Shaw does. It is not on our community call schedule, so if you're interested in taking those classes with him or participating in that call, which supports his courses called I Learn Braille, you want to shoot him an email at shaw at eastbaycenterfortheblind.org and ask for that Zoom info. Again, that's Shaw. hand up. Okay, that's Shaw at East Bay Center for the Blind.org, and Shaw is S H A H. And let's go, Hannah. What you got for us, Hannah? Oh, just filling in what's supposed to happen on I Love Braille on Thursday. Um, a lady named Debbie Good's going to be talking about visiting Louis Braille's birthplace. So for me, it's going to be a don't miss. Ooh, thank you for sharing, Hannah. Oh, very cool. And guys, if you do have to miss, remember I Love Braille is podcasted both um, on the ACB Community Calls podcast stream and it is archived on the East Bay Center for the Blind's website. So if you have to miss, you can go back and listen again. Like if you missed Karen's call on Thursday where she was having fun with Braille, like I did, you can go back and listen to that. Uh, let's see, the next Saturday, guys, for our call here, 6 p.m. Eastern. Like I said, we're doing December dots, so get those Braille calendars out or just come and listen to what holidays are going on and how to write them in Braille. Then the Saturday after that, the 16th, we'll come back together for more Braille drawings, including an angel and a bell. And then uh, I think that's all we have time for. So, Marcy. Next, next Saturday, we're doing doing Braille digitally, aren't we? Is it? Good. Yeah, I, I, I signed up to host, so I don't know. <laughs> Good. Oh, thank you, Marcy. I wasn't quite sure. They've been a little irregular. Um, so, guys, also next Saturday, 1 p.m. Eastern, doing Braille digitally, where they talk about something Braille. And, and they're it'll having be the Braille lists. I'm sorry, I put up my hand up, but I just yes. thought I'd say they're having the Braille lists come to talk on, uh, for their doing Braille digitally. Oh, woohoo. Thank you, Chanel, for filling yeah. that in. Oh, very cool. All right, guys, the Braillists are coming to Doing Braille Digitally a Sweet. week from today, 1 p.m. Eastern. Be there, be square. It really? is podcasted, though, if you have to be square. So <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. 